You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 26, Putting Your Yard Farm to Bed with host Linda Borgie. Hello, everyone. Linda Borgie here from Farmyard. It's movement, have you heard? Boy, you're just one seed away. How exciting is that? How exciting is all of that? Well, I have just uh, ended a 30-day tour up north, and boy, what a whirlwind of 30 days I had from being at the World Economic Forum on Madison Avenue in New York City to Lewis, Delaware, to Silver Springs, Maryland, and now back here in Beaufort, South Carolina. I am so excited about what's coming up. I am going to be speaking. I'm going to be in the Washington, D.C. area for the month of December. So watch out because you'll start to see front lawns being dug up by their homeowners. <laughs> That's my sinister plan anyway. But the title of today's episode is Putting Your Yard Farm to Bed. You know, and it took me a long time to sit down and actually record this episode because there's three different ways that you can actually put your yard farm to bed. Now, here in Buford, chances are I'm not going to be growing here again. So I have a yard farm on the side of the house. So that yard farm is going to be put to bed so that the um, the grass seed can be planted. Because if there's no one there to here to grow, uh, then there's no sense in planting anything, right? So on um, that particular area, I will be just getting it ready for grass seed, right? Now, if I were to stay here, if I was going to stay here, the way that I would have put my yard farm to bed would have been by planting it all in garlic. Uh-huh. It's still not quite cold enough here yet. I think I would even wait a little bit longer before I put it in because it's been hot and cold and the green garlic would come up. But I love putting my farm to bed in garlic. And if not in garlic, that was actually my last crop, 2015 in Walker Valley, if not in garlic, then I would plant my yard farm, the entire yard farm, in the greens that I would want to grow first thing in the spring. Because in the spring, you know, you get a lot of rain, hopefully, God willing, you get a lot of rain and there's a lot of mud out there from the freeze and thaw. If you're up in the Northeast, and that was my experience, is the Northeast, get that freeze and thaw. And so in the early spring, it's not very conducive to going out there and working your soil and getting it ready to plant your spring crops. 
So what I would do is instead of doing it in the spring, I would do that in the fall. And that was the method that I used to put my yard farm to bed. And then after I planted that, I would cover those beds in straw. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't think anything wants to be completely naked all the time, 24-7. Like, we wouldn't feel comfortable stripping down to our, you know, uh, not even to our skivvies, taking everything off, right? And then just walking around, marching around town. We wouldn't feel comfortable. We'd have to cover ourselves with something. Well, the earth feels the same way. There's lots of things that you can cover it with, though. You know, you could cover it with compost. You know, get that, get those beds really ready, really, really ready for some great soil growing, right? If you're in in an area that you have leaves, you could cover it with leaves. You could cover it with grass clippings, right? Shredded newspaper, cardboard, cover it. Whatever you do, cover it. And make sure that you're amending that soil. Because remember, biodynamically speaking, I am not growing plants. I am growing soil. So my focus is always on the soil. My plants are an indicator of where that soil needs to grow more. And it's an indicator by the quality of the plants, right? Another thing that you could do is grow cover crops like vetch or peas that set nitrogen naturally. And then you would, you know, you would, you could either pull those out in the spring or you could uh, till them in if you're using a method that tills. So there are a lot of ways to put a yard farm to bed. You know, this is the time of year where we go inward and we start looking inside of ourselves. So out there on our yard farm, all our tools, we want to make sure that we take care of all of them and we, you know, oil them or grease them or, you know, thank them. My red wagon, I thank my red wagon every year that, that I hang it up inside of the shed. Amend the soil. Amend the soil naturally. Get your red wiggler set. Do they need to go inside? Have a steady waste stream for them. So come the spring, you'll have wonderful worm castings to make a great tea to wake your your yard farm up in the spring. I suppose it's all a time of planning as well. This is a time when you're going to go out and you're going to start to gather your seeds. Yeah. That's what I'm doing today. I'm going to go out and with glass jars and brown paper bags of all different sizes that I've saved over the year just in order to do so. 
And as I snip those seeds and I save those seeds, I dream about the future. Yeah, I'm planting those seeds already. After I go and I collect all of those seeds and snip the last zinnias that are on the vines that are still in flower, then I'll pull those plants out and I'll put them in the compost pile and I'll put some soil on top of that and I'll put some straw on top of that. And as soon as I've gathered all of that material from around the property, which isn't a lot, I was only growing on 600 square feet here. So it really wasn't a very large plot for me at all. But then I will take that pile that I've built of organic waste, weeds and leaves, and I've, I've sandwiched it, right? I will make a compost pile. I will shape it into a mound. And then I will put the biodynamic compost preparations in it by poking a stick, plugging them inside there. And then in the spring, that will be very rich compost that could be spread everywhere that will really help the soil. Because remember, I've been here growing for about uh, 18 months, not quite 18 months. And prior to that, this property was nothing but a desert wasteland, nothing but fire ant drilling holes. That's what it was. It was through the use of the biodynamic preparations and compost tea in a box and microbes and intention that turned it from that desert wasteland into what it was this summer. And it was a Garden of Eden. It really was. Flowers growing everywhere. Zinnias and marigolds and coxcomb and tall African. Um, all beauties, all beauties. Sunflowers. And now, from those, I've left the best of the best. The, the zinnia that I really wanted to cut and put in a vase. But I said, no, you're awfully beautiful. I need you to carry forward into next year so that one flower will give me hundreds of seeds. And I'll write on that jar just exactly who she is. Then I could share that with others. And that's really the purpose of Farm Yard. That's what this movement is all about. It's about the sharing of information. It's about me telling you how I would put my yard farm to sleep, how I'm going to put my yard farm to sleep, right? And then you telling us how you do that. It's about all of us knowing how to save seed. And then we could share it with others. Look, we know that we are on a food train wreck, ready to happen. We know that. So we have to know just as much and so much more that we are turning that train around. And how are we doing it? 
We're doing it from me to you and then from you to others, right? I'm so excited for uh, the new year that's coming up. I'm going to be speaking in a lot of places, motivating, encouraging, challenging others to do what I've done and many others like me across this country and all over the world. We have to look to the areas of our ecstasy. We have to get out of the areas of our agony. It's really so beneficial to grow food. Very empowering. Makes you joyous. Makes you happy. Gives you a purpose. Gives you a plan. Grounds you. Connects you. So many different areas. So go out there, folks, and put your yard farm to sleep. You choose which which method that you're going to use. Are you going to grow some cover crops? Is that what your soil is asking for? Are you going to spray some biodynamic preparations? Are you going to cover it with straw? Are you going to plant it all in garlic or pea shoots? How are you going to put your yard farm to sleep? Whatever you do, the secret and magic ingredient is loving intention. You plant the seeds through your mind. Go out there and walk it and plant the seeds of abundance in all aspects of your life. Well, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Farmyard Podcast and I would like to really thank our Patreon supporters. Just like NPR and PBS, we cannot do it without our patrons. You know, it takes, uh, takes a little bit of money to travel the East Coast like I've been doing and will continue to do as I will land in Silver Springs, Maryland on Janet Road at my friend Janet Johnson's home on December the 2nd. And I will be out and about in that area for a minimum of 30 days. So thank you so much for keeping this podcast going. I will once again see you on the flip side. And until then, go farm your yard. Next on the Farmyard Podcast, let's charge those seeds with host Linda Borgie. This podcast is community supported. We thank everyone for tuning in, and a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farmyard, all one word, on patreon.com.